0: Welcome back to The Perfect Score, a podcast on classical music. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the Elgar Serenade for String Orchestra in E minor, opus 20. For rights reasons, I can't play a recording of this piece in my podcast, but in the show notes I linked a YouTube video of the serenade being played by my favourite orchestra, the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. My sister and I worked on this piece in a workshop over the summer, and I'm currently working on it with the Waddle Orchestra. Just to give you an idea of how the piece sounds, here's my sister and I playing the first few bars, and just keep in mind that this doesn't include the lower strings parts. The Serenade for Strings is work for a string orchestra in three short movements, written by the English composer Edward Elgar in March 1892. At that point, Elgar had yet to achieve the public recognition that came to him by the end of the decade. His compositions did not earn him enough to support his wife and his daughter and he earned most of his loving conducting local music ensembles and teaching in his hometown, Worcester, while continuing to compose. The serenade was said to have been based on a suite Elgar wrote four years previously, but this prototype has not survived. The finished product was the first of Elgar's compositions, with which he said he was happy with. He wrote to a friend about the three movements, quote, I like him. The first thing i ever did unquote. and then later in life he confessed that it was his personal favorite of all his works he conducted the first performance of the work by the worcester ladies orchestral class in 1892 the year he wrote it at first he had a hard time getting it published because even though the publisher acknowledged the quality they said there wasn't a demand for that sort of work it had its first professional performance in Antwerp in 1896. The three movements of the piece have a cyclical structure. The theme from the first movement returns in the finale. Elgar admired the string serenades of Tchaikovsky and Dvorak, and they did this, so he was likely imitating their style. The three movements are labeled Allegro Piacevole which means lively, but peacefully. larghetto, which means fairly slow, and Algretto, which means fairly brisk. But Elgar gives metronome markings for all the three, which fall into somewhat narrow range. To create a contrast between the movements, you have to focus more on the character and style, rather than in variation and speed. However, when Elgar made his own recording in 1933, he conducted the Larghetto movement considerably slower than his own metronome marking. The work typically plays for between 12 and 13 minutes in performance. It starts in E minor and ends in E major. The second movement is in C major, which is related to the home key by a third. This was a popular technique in the Romantic era. He does it again with the third movement, which starts in G major and moves to E major. There are lots and lots of dynamics and articulation markings throughout the work, and this may be because Elgar had so much experience working with students. He wanted to make it clear exactly what they had to do. The Serenade has always been popular with amateur groups and youth ensembles because it's not too technically demanding while still being challenging. And of course, it has such a mature and elegant sound. Audiences, audiences always love to hear it. Even though it was one of Elgar's earliest compositions, it has always been one of the most frequently recorded and performed, as well as beloved of all his works. Thank you for listening to today's episode and make sure to visit my Instagram at score Podcast and also make sure to visit my website at PerfectScore.fm and also check the show notes for the YouTube recording of the St. Martin in the Fields Orchestra playing this piece. Thank you.